You're listening to Two Smart Assets with Chris Thompson and Danny Nichols. This is your source for passive investing in real estate syndications. It's time for us to gain knowledge and take action. So let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. This is the Two Smart Assets Podcast. I am your host, Danny Nichols, here once again with my co-host, Chris Thompson. What's up, guy? How you doing, Danny? It's a good day to see you. Yeah, man, it is a good day. Uh, how's your week been so far? You know, it's been uh, been pretty busy, uh, a little busier than normal right now. Got a lot of stuff going on, so it's good. Excellent. Yeah, it's been a pretty pretty good week so far. Uh, we did get the you know the bad news of uh, we heard uh, oh the Godfather of real estate passed away. Uh, uh, this week. So that's, that's terrible to hear. You know, we, we met him a few times at a couple of different conferences and he was just so, so nice, so welcoming, you know, in the, in the time we did have to speak with him and, you know, it's just tough to hear that. Yeah, man, he's had a, a, a big influence on us and uh, I'm sure a lot, a lot of people, but uh, he was super gracious in a couple of times we were able to sit and meet with him and uh, I can, I can completely understand why he was excited as successful as he has been just cause he's extremely warm and you know, he cares about others and he's, ex- he's extremely intelligent in what he's been doing his whole life. Absolutely. You know, so uh, it's tough to hear that, but we wish his family the best. Uh, but on a lighter note, uh, this week we have our first guest, Tate Durier. So uh, I think we had a pretty good conversation. You know, he's a, he's a good guy. We connected pretty well through uh, the mentorship program that we all went through. And, uh, I think uh, he's got a lot of good stuff to talk about and uh, it's a good episode and I'm excited to share, share it with listeners. Um, what do you think? Yeah. Tate, uh, he's got a great personality. I love his ambition and his drive and the fact that, you know, he's taking, he's taking this, his, this uh, downtime to uh, go ahead and, and pursue and he, you know, he started his own company. I love that he has a, uh, that he has a drive to teach others. That's awesome. Absolutely. It is awesome. All right. So before we jump into the episode, touch on a few things. If you're a passive investor uh, and you're, or you're looking to get into passive investing, head over to our website, twosmartassets.com. We have some great resources uh, there for you. Uh, first, you can get our passive guide to apartment syndications. It's just a quick overview about how you can get started in apartment uh, syndication investing. It's a great resource. So check that out. Also, we have uh, our sample deal on there. It's just a this is going to give you an idea of what an apartment syndication opportunity will look like when it comes your way. You know, uh, coming out of this thing right now, this, all this COVID stuff, um, just kind of transitioning, we're seeing more activity pickup. So you want to be primed and ready for these deals when they come to you. So this is going to be a good resource. And so go ahead and check those out. If you guys have any questions about those, uh, please drop us a line. You can go to twosmartassets.com. We have a contact us page there, or you can find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, any of those we post uh, once a weekday. So drop us a line there, comment on our stuff, whatever. We'd love to connect with all of you. Also, if you're a fan of the show, please head over to iTunes or wherever you're viewing this uh, podcast and leave us a rating and written review. This really helps us reach uh, other individuals, um, like-minded investors and gets uh, this show more visibility. So we want to be able to reach them uh, just like we're talking to our listeners right now. So, all right, well, now that we got that covered, let's jump into the show. All right, today's guest is Tate Durier. Tate is a captain at a major airline and is a longtime real estate investor. He purchased his first investment property back when he was 25, and since then, he's invested in multiple deals of his own, as well as passively in self-storage and multifamily syndications. He's traveled the world as a pilot, also skippering sailboats in Europe and the Caribbean. Wow. Tate lives in beautiful Honolulu and Lake Tahoe. He's an avid skier, snowboarder, surfer, 
and has recently launched his new company, Turbine Capital, which is an education and investment platform that helps fellow investors learn about and invest in passive real estate deals. Tate, good to see you again, my man. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. How you been? Been great. Just uh, using the quarantine time to uh, you know have some some downtime and and work on this uh, this passion project. Yeah, yeah. I've, we're we're kind of in the in the same boat. You know, this leaves a lot of time, but you get you really got to time block correctly. Use your time wisely. Otherwise, it's just kind of floating around. You know, so yeah, it's easy just to uh, lay down on the floor and stare at the ceiling. <laughs> I'm real good at it too. So you know, <laughs> for sure. But hey, man. Before we jump into it, you're in Honolulu, so I guess I'm, we're gonna have to make a trip out there. You're gonna have to show us some pot, some spots and you know all the certain stuff. I would absolutely love it. Anytime. Open invitation for both you guys. Awesome. Love that. All right. So let's just jump into it. So you've been investing in real estate for a while now. Looking back, what, what really sparked you to take that leap into real estate investing? So honestly, it's, it's, uh, it's the generic answer that everybody gives. It's rich dad, poor dad, man. Love it. Um, love it. The only difference for me was I read that when I was about 13. Uh, and it was, I, was, I was lucky to just sort of get that, that spark early on and realize that, you know, I didn't want to really work for money. The funny thing is I went into flying because uh, it was in the family and it was kind of, it was a, it was an easy Avenue. I'd been flying since I was a kid and, and it didn't ever seem like work to me. So um, had I not done that, I would have gone into real estate entrepreneurship from day one. But anyway, here I am. Yeah, that's great. And I think it's pretty amazing that you actually read that book at 13. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's uh, much earlier than I did for sure. But uh, yeah, that's a uh, I think, like you said, most people that's kind of how they got started, you know, read the purple book, kind of just accelerated yeah, their path into getting into real estate investing, it's just that mindset, you know, so, yeah, exactly. But, uh, Shifts your mindset for sure. For, for sure. So uh, really, just real quick, we know you've been investing in real estate, you know, for a little while now. Uh, tell us a little, you know, you made a few uh, active investments, your first few investments. Can you just give us a quick rundown of what those were and what those look like? Yeah, again, it's, you know, it kind of followed the similar path to a lot of people where they, they decide to buy some rental properties. I started with just a single family home and, and then a condo. And it was just, it just didn't, it didn't, uh, it didn't cash flow all that well. And I wasn't making all that much. I mean, I did well with uh, a little bit of appreciation, but it wasn't uh, earth shattering. And I think, um, you know, with anybody that starts in single family homes, they quickly realize this just isn't scalable and it's, you're never really going to get ahead buying, buying houses or condos. Right. So it can, it can be a part of your portfolio, but eventually you're going to need to evolve into something more. So yeah, I bought that first house in, in Las Vegas when I was 25, I used an FHA loan, uh, which is a, just a first time home buyers thing. I put three and a half percent down and, and uh, it was easy to get into. So, so that was sort of my, my foot in the door. Uh, and then after that, um, uh, just kind of, I moved pretty slow for the, for the next decade or so, just because, uh, you know, I was, I was young and had free travel all over the world and just had a whole lot of other stuff that, uh, that I was kind of focused on. But, but recently I've come, come back around in the last few years and really, really focused in on it. And, uh, and so I've moved into some, uh, some multifamily in uh, the Southeast. So I've, I've been investing long distance. It was a long distance burr on a sixplex was my last uh, last deal. But the more I I move along with it, I think I I am following the same evolutionary path that that a lot of real estate investors that that have other jobs are taking, which is sort of graduating from single family homes, realizing realizing that commercial is kind of where it's at, and then realizing that there's this whole world of passive investing in syndications where 
you don't have to do the work and you don't have to, right. you know, I mean, even, even with a, you know, 10 years of, of knowledge in, in investing in real estate under my belt, you know, there are other investors, uh, other syndication teams that are just, are going to be always operating at a much higher level than I ever can because it's not what I do full time. So, right. and, and the idea of just being able to funnel my professional income into that, create passive cash flow, safe passive cash flow, and uh, not create an, uh, another job for myself is, is really attractive. You know, a lot, of, a lot of people, you know, I feel like they kind of hear about passive investing in syndications like later in life. And Danny and I had the exact kind of evolution that you start, you know, we start out with a couple fix and flips, you know, we're, we're landlords, right. you know, we had condo yep. and all this and that. And then it's like, all of a sudden it was like this, this moment of like an awakening, this epiphany, right. you know, and, uh, you know, I, I actually find that it's pretty common that, uh, people who even invest in real estate, like, <clears throat> uh, actually somebody who owns the, uh, the duplex that we're in right now, you know, she's, she never even heard of this. And I, you know, I, uh, just wondering, like, you know, did you have any kind of moment like that? Like where it just completely knocked your socks off? Yeah, I, I can remember the exact moment. It was, uh, so I went to a real estate investing conference in Denver. It was Joe Fairless's conference, the best ever conference, uh, in 2019. And that was the first like major conference that I'd been to. I'd been to meetups and stuff and I kind of expected it to be a sort of a glorified RIA, uh, which is a real estate investment, um, association, like meetup, uh, usually local. And instead it was this incredible, like powerhouse conference of 500 speakers and attendees, uh, you know, people with billions under management. Mm -hmm. I mean, big time people, people that are, that are wildly successful in this industry, all of them super generous with, with time and knowledge and just so much information, but it was, uh, Hunter Thompson, and Jeremy Roll on stage doing a mock debate between uh, passive and active investing. I can't remember the people that were arguing on the active side, but they were, they were doing a mock debate on what's better, passive investing or active investing. And that was the first time that I'd really like woken up to the idea that, wait a minute, what, what? I can, I can, I can do this without actually lifting a finger. That's pretty cool. So I, I sort of, uh, started exploring that world after that presentation and that weekend. And, and it's been sort of the path that I've been on ever since. We had a, we had a similar, we had a similar thing, you know, we attended a conference. Well, you know, we've been listening to podcasts and stuff like that about passive investing and it, it kind of sparked our interest. And then we went to an apartment syndication uh, conference, never been to one, you know, Which one? There, uh, it was a Brad Sumrock event in Dallas. Okay. I can't remember the actual event. But uh, I think there was like a thousand people there or something. And uh, it was just a one day thing. And it, it was crazy because, you know, we had a handful of doors um, uh, in, for investments and stuff like that. And, you know, he asked the question, you know, anybody who has one door stand up, raise your hand, you know, and I said, oh, yeah, that's us, right? Perfect. We're in, we're in the club. And then he's like, all right, next person, who has a hundred doors? And like everybody stands up except for us, you know? So it's like, oh, my God, this is. Are you serious right now? So we, we were a little intimidated at first, but it's one of those things like we, this is amazing. You know, we definitely need to dive further into this. So um, there's levels. Yeah, absolutely. So we know passive investing is, is a great thing. And, um, you know, we've, you know, 
we think that passive investing is really a, a great way to accelerate your wealth. And all, it's for, it's for a different level of people, you know, high income earners, right. some other exactly. people as well, some other exactly. people as well. But, but I do want to talk before we, I do want to talk about that. But before we jump into that, I, I just, we know, uh, we heard in your bio that you've invested passively in self storage and multifamily properties. What kind of drew you to those asset uh, types right there? I think the recession resistance, there's, there's certain asset classes that uh, are, you know, more cyclical, uh, such as hospitality. Um, you know, there, I, I think that this late in the market cycle, I'm more attracted to downside risk protection than going after um, very high risk, aggressive returns. Uh, and you can still get fantastic returns that are going to beat anything in your stock portfolio, unless you timed, uh, you know, two months ago, just perfectly. Um, so that, that's also the beauty of investing passively is that you can invest across multiple asset classes. Like if I wanted to go invest myself with say a partner and buy an industrial warehouse, I don't know anything about industrial. I, I, I would be the worst investor ever, but I can certainly give my 50 or a hundred thousand dollars to a syndicator who's really good at that. And it just, it's, it's like, if you can't beat them, join them. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Totally yeah. feel the same way. Yeah. So, you know, we think, uh, obviously we think past investing is a great idea. Um, however, in my opinion, you know, for high income earners, this type of investing should be especially appealing. Right. Right. And I'm sure you probably agree with that. Or Chris agrees with that. So, so, why should high income earners or really anybody take notice of the investment equal besides recession uh, resistant type stuff or better yet, how can they take advantage of this type of investing? How can you know, get started and all this stuff? What's the best method for that? I think honestly, you know, the, it's a learning curve, you know, the, 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 the best way to get involved in it. I mean, if you really want to be able to decipher whether a deal is a good deal or a bad deal, you you've got, quite a bit of work cut out for you. There's, there's some good books that are coming out. Um, one is the hands-off investor by Brian Burke, uh, yes. uh, which is extremely dense and, uh, and really gives a, you know, lays the groundwork for, for a, for a foundation of knowledge on what to look for. And, you know, because, you know, uh, the deals that are presented to, you know, accredited investors, a lot of them all look the same. And, and if one says it's a 20% IRR and the next one says an 18% IRR for, for the person who's not, doesn't have a trained eye, they might say, Oh, this one's better. Well, it goes so much deeper than that. So to be honest, I, I think that uh, linking up with someone like myself or, or with uh, Danny and Chris is probably the best way to, to start out because uh, we are, providing a, a due diligence um, level in between you and the investment. And, and a lot of the times we are able to um, structure our funds in a way that the, the economy is exactly the same, whether you were to come through one of our funds or whether you were to go directly to the syndicator. So, you know, invest through someone who you trust and someone who knows the game and once you are, are doing that, if you choose to, you can start learning more and more and more. But I'd say uh, don't just run out to the first syndicator that you can find and, and give them 50 grand because it's, um, it goes deep and there's a lot of due diligence and research that you need to do before uh, placing that money to make sure that it's, uh, that, it's, that it's being placed well. Perfect, perfect points. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I want to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, 
you know, you talk about passive investing and we say passive investing in these deals, right? Mm-hmm. And, but the reality is, you know, you want to leverage the experience of professionals and all that stuff, but really upfront, it's, you are active. You have to do a lot of due diligence, like you're saying, uh, you know, vetting the sponsor, knowing Absolutely. which markets you want to invest in, what type of assets. Um, Chris, what do you think? Do you think uh, there's any way that they can kind of just dive into this? What's your opinion on being able to jump in and get these things, these due diligence taken care of? I mean, really, like say, just like what Tate was saying, like just you got to get in touch with the people who are in touch with those who are doing it. So going through people like us, like Tate, you know, there's a a numerous amount of people that can help you out. But uh, really, it's like looking at you got to do your own homework, but, you know, really tap into the expertise of those people around you because like Tate saying you're going to miss a nuance and so you know do enough do enough of your own uh, you know your own due diligence to discern whether or not this is even something you're interested in and then take it one right. step further before you pull that trigger on the 18% IRR versus the 28 like understand why take that to somebody to have them put their eyes on it and to kind of you know help either either talk you out of this deal or confirm that this is a go right right do you think there, do you think there's a, a, a Tay, I'll ask you this one. Do you think there's a, the, for a passive investor, say they've never done a deal. Is there, is there a beginning point, you know, should they start with, you know, looking at what type of assets they want to invest in, what type of market, or should they start with a sponsor? Do you have an opinion about that? I think it depends for, for everyone. You know, it, it depends a lot on your network. Uh, you know, it, it really all starts with network, right? I mean, we all, we all found this because we, met someone or went to a conference or so, you know, met someone who was doing it. It isn't something that you see a late night infomercial for and you think, okay, Hey, I'm going to jump into this. So it, it depends on, on who you've come in contact with that's doing it. So I would say, you know, anyone who, who is in your, you know, peer group or your, your circle that, that has some sort of contact and that you, you know, know, like, and trust that um, I would follow that path and, and see where it leads you. Beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we talk about past investing. Obviously we think this is a great tool to invest in. You know, we've, you, we know you've done some of your own deals and then you expanded your portfolio to include some passive investments, you know, just the self storage and the multifamily syndications. And now you're starting your own company, man. You're making moves for sure. Uh, so, so what's the deal with that? Why'd you decide to start your own company? It sounded like you were pretty successful with just, you know, investing a couple of deals and then doing the passive stuff. So start your own company. What's up? Yeah, the biggest thing is, is, you know, as I transition more to the passive side of, of investing, I still have that entrepreneurial drive and, and I want to be involved in, in the business world. Um, I plan to still own my own properties, not necessarily because, you know, it's the best way for, for me to spend my time, but because I enjoy the, the challenge of it. Um, and the biggest th- reason why I started the company was just to share the, the knowledge of, of what I'm learning. I thought, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm about two years down this path of learning passive real estate investing. And it's such an incredible wealth building tool for high income earners. You know, if you're, if you are, you know, not in a W2 job or an entrepreneur where you're making a good amount of money, it really, it doesn't make sense to invest in this stuff. And there, you know, you should be on bigger pockets learning how to house hack and, and mm-hmm. how to like hustle your way in the real estate game up to, you know, a certain level. But for us white collar professionals, you know, the doctors and the engineers and the attorneys and the, the uh, engineers and 
the pilots who are making a really comfortable income don't necessarily want to. I've got tons of colleagues who don't necessarily want to go out and spend a couple of years learning how to successfully invest in real estate. It's just such a powerful tool to be able to direct, you know, a, 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 a relatively small percentage of your income towards uh, some of these passive syndications. And it's just, I mean, it blows your 401k investing out of the water and it just, people need to know about this. Like, I don't, I don't want to, nobody wants to get rich alone, you know, and I, this isn't a get, get rich fast. This is a get rich slow game. But if I can be a, a offer this as a, as a peer, as a service to my peer group and, uh, you know, spread the word. And it's also just a great avenue for my own learning as well. So, um, you know, I, I just want to share the the knowledge and the success that I'm getting with anyone else who wants to come along for the ride. Yeah, I think I think you have like the perfect rationale rationale for like continuing to to do your own thing, like beyond your W two job mm -hmm. and beyond just the passive investing. And like I I feel like I'm similar in that effect where when I'm super excited about something, uh, I have this weird thing about me where I kind of like, I'll fantasize while I'm sitting here doing the task. I'll, I will kind of like go through the motions and kind of quietly talk to myself how I would be talking you through this because like, it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm just so excited to tell somebody and it, I, it blows my mind when I, we go and talk to somebody, like I said, especially somebody in real estate and you have no idea what real estate, real estate syndication is like, where have you been? Right. right. Well, I was in the exact same thing. Like, you know, Danny and I were only a couple of years into the, into uh, real estate syndication stuff as well. But the, the fact Absolutely. that you're doing it because you have something inside you that's driving that, I think like you, you can't actually beat that. Cause at this point you're, you're only very rarely going to be finding yourself working because you enjoy it. Right. Right. Exactly. And I think as well, it's uh, I, I think that there's a tendency, especially in the aviation community to, uh, to really over rely on professional income where, you know, we, we've experienced a, a really great party in the airlines for the last 10 years, but you know, there, there were, uh, I fly with guys who were furloughed for five years, um, wow. after nine 11 and after, um, you know, more recently, uh, through the downturn. And so it's just, uh, and, and now, you know, coming out of, of this COVID situation, there's, uh, a lot more uncertainty in the aviation uh, world and we're probably going to be seeing layoffs. And, and so it's like, you know, to, to provide some sort of an education platform to say, you know, Hey, you know, if you, nobody wants to save their money so that they can put it in mutual funds. Right. But if you right. can show somebody like, Hey, if you just, if you put, put it over here and you can create passive income for yourself, you can create a safety net for yourself so that if this job ever goes away, you don't have to worry about it. I think it's amazing that uh, you can see this stuff happening firsthand. And I'm kind of in a similar boat with you, you know, working as an engineer in the oil and gas industry, super cyclical, right? I mean, it's up right. and down, right. uh, you know, just recently just because of, because of what's happening uh, in the markets, uh, you know, there's been mass layoffs and, you know, right. people losing jobs left and right. And kind of going back to a point you might've mentioned earlier was that, a lot of people I know in the oil and gas industry, you know, they make pretty decent money. Well, they don't right. really, they're not really, I don't want to say they're financially <laughs> irresponsible, but right. come on, y'all are buying too many toys right now, you know, right. and because we, exactly. we know this thing is going to go down eventually. <laughs> so you should be playing a little better. So having right. this experience firsthand and seeing, hey, you know, 
we might, you know, you with your company, Tay, and then us, you know, having a podcast, we're just trying to provide some good information for people that can Absolutely. really use and put themselves in a better situation because, you know, these things do happen. Like I said, furlough for five years, that's crazy. And, you know, yep. you, you never know what's going to happen to your job. So being able to take advantage of this, uh, these syndications and this past investing is huge. That also speaks to the point that, you know, really, uh, you, you're a busy guy, white collar worker, you're probably all over mm -hmm. the place, you know, flying around. Um, you don't really, I mean, obviously you've done some deals yourself, but really when it comes down to it, if you can invest passively in other deals, you're going to be more Absolutely. efficient, especially with your time and those returns. So, Absolutely. It's the four hour work week uh, concept, uh, right? It's, yes. it's like, you know. Uh, let's work smarter, not harder. And we've got, you know, it, the, the, the professional crowd has robust enough income to, you know, segue a little bit over towards uh, this kind of stuff. And, and you'd be shocked how fast you can, you can replace your, your professional income with, with passive income. Right. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, through all this, this downturn and stuff, uh, you know, we can all provide some education to the people we know, people in our network to really help them uh, achieve those financial goals if possible. So, yeah, absolutely. Chris, you got anything? Actually, I was curious, uh, you know, you, uh, you know, I saw you on, uh, or I guess I heard you on uh, Dream Chasers with Adam and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and also the, the CFC, uh, uh, and, you know, uh, meeting you through the, the CFC mentorship with Hunter, you know, we, we learned a little bit about you, you live in Hawaii, you have a, a couple places of your own that you, that are just your homes where maybe in Tahoe and stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and we know that uh, the cost of living, you know, in Hawaii, um, you know, is such that it's more or less forced you uh, maybe by necessity to like invest in the lower 48 states. And, yes. uh, and, and, you know, and I saw, I actually saw that uh, you posted on uh, bigger pockets, you know, you, you have yeah, this uh, yeah. multifamily deal uh, going on in South Carolina. And uh, I was actually curious, you know, considering you're investing, uh, you're, you're doing distance investing. Um, like how is your, how's your due diligence like evolving, uh, you know, something that like, Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. Right, you get right. To South Carolina, like, what did you? What do you think you could have, or that you're employing now that you didn't know then? Well, I tell you what, this uh, this it was a it was a burr deal in South Carolina, and um, it was a 1031 exchange out of a, a condo that I had purchased in Seattle in like 2015, something like that. So it had appreciated nicely, and I, I you know, my return on equity was just really low up there, and so. Um, I, I thought that the Seattle market was pretty frothy. I couldn't see it really running all that much more. And so I wanted to take those gains and move them to a more stable cash flowing market with higher rent to value ratios. So I did a 1031 exchange. I bought this, uh, this sixplex and it was 66% uh, occupied with a one unit gutted. So I put about, um, bought it for 315,000, put about 80,000 into it. And now I'm, I'm cash out refinancing, uh, almost all the money, including the 1031 money. Um, so it's just been a home run. So, you know, that's the, this is the thing, it, you know, investing passively, and I'll, I'll get back to your question in a moment about due diligence, but investing passively is, you know, you can, re, you can get excellent returns. If you do it yourself, you can get infinity returns, right? But right. it takes a lot of work and a lot of knowledge and expertise and a lot more risk because, there were a hundred things that I missed in that due diligence process that I've learned to look for now that could have bitten me really badly. And I would not be sitting on, you know, infinity or, or very high returns. I'd be, I'd be going, man, that was, this one cost me. 
Um, whereas, you know, when you're, when you're investing passively with a professional syndication team, they got all these things buttoned up. You know, there, there's, there is a very narrow bowling alley of, of how they're going to perform because they've done this so many times and, you know, they, they can project out with very, very high level of certainty how this deal is going to go. Uh, so I think for me, it was, it was, a, it was sort of a, a big learning process of, of being six time zones away here in Hawaii for most of it, uh, and dealing with contractors and property managers and, and, um, Obviously, the whole uh, going through the purchase process and financing on a commercial property that that uh, none of the banks wanted to lend to me because you know, I'm I'm in Hawaii and the property is in South Carolina. And they're like, oh, we only we only lend to people that have South Carolina driver's licenses. So it was it was a struggle. Um, it, it it was a lot of work. Um, but I tell you what, I have a list about four pages long now of due diligence items that um, you know I. I didn't do enough of, or I completely missed uh, for next time. So I'm better, <laughs> much better position for the next one. I say it sounds like it was a great experience to learn from. So uh, you know, coming out of that, and then you know, transitioning into starting your own company, into getting into real estate yeah. syndications, you're going to be able to take a lot of that knowledge and apply it there. So I think that's pretty fantastic. Yeah, hundred percent. There's nothing. There's no nothing like doing it yourself. You know, and and having that small of a purchase price and. Uh, it was like T-ball. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I'm like, I can mess up, all day. <laughs> you know, I can mess up as, as bad as I want on this thing and it's not going to wipe me out. So that's um, awesome. That's yeah, awesome. It was, man. It, was, it was a great experience. Great stuff, man. All right. Well, this has been a great conversation tape, but before we run out of time, we want to shine the spotlight on you, my man. So tell the listeners what you got going on. Thanks so much. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. Um, launching in, I don't even want to say this out loud. About less less than two weeks, less than two weeks. So I'm I'm Can't working wait. really hard, working really hard to put the finishing touches on anything. Uh, the company is called Turbine Capital, uh, obviously an ode to uh, to the jet engine, and um, so the website is turbinecap.com. Uh, my email is tate t a i t at turbinecap.com. Uh, my phone number eight zero eight nine three six seven one two zero. Please feel free to reach out to me and. Um, yeah, we'll be, we'll be going live with uh, the website and the Turbine Capital Podcast oh, nice. in, um, in about two weeks. That's exciting, man. I'm pumped for you for sure. And uh, we'll make Thank sure you. to li- link to all that stuff in the show notes so they, our listeners can find out more about you or get a hold of you and learn more about you and stuff like that. So, but hey, man, it was Thanks great so having you on the show. Thanks for taking the time to talk with us. And uh, we hope to have you on the, sh- the show uh, pretty soon again. So Yeah, we'd well, love, love a follow-up. <laughs> Absolutely. That'd be, that'd be fantastic. Well, uh, congratulations to you guys. You guys are doing amazing things over there at Two Smart Assets. So, Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. All right. That's all we have for today. To our listeners, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Take care. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. Head over to iTunes to subscribe to the show. And while you're there, we really appreciate you leaving a rating and written review. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to hear on the show, connect with us on social media or through our website at twosmartassets.com. We look forward to speaking to each and every one of you. Talk to you soon.